everybody. Today we're talking Confederate mon monuments and all that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Yep. There it is. Like, hey. There it is. I'm like, where's that beat? Like, we got to be specific today, too. <laughs> little Jay-Z. little cool intro. Yeah. That song. Hey. <laughs> Let that beat kick in for a second. Because you want to get to the, like, one good part. You know, like, like you know, that, that, that moment, you know. He did so well. Yay, he did. What, that's right. You guys see all the music videos yet? I saw them, yeah. That's so I think there's like just a couple items in but yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. That's right, we play a little Jay-Z for the intro right there. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today is Joelle Monique. Hey, guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Yup, yup. And Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? I'm everywhere at Stewart Starlet because I'm going to do what you do now. Hey. <laughs> Jesse Danny's not here today, but he will He's return. Healing, for the next show. He's healing, y'all. He got to get better. He yeah. had an allergic reaction. It was he, he did. Yes. He, did he didn't want to come intense. in here looking like a lobster, he said, apparently. Yeah, so. he looked like a lobster <laughs> with some cream. With some cream. <laughs> but we are very excited because we have two special guests today Yay. looking lovely in maroon and yellow. First off, we have legendary actress Margaret Avery with us today. Welcome, welcome. And welcome, another welcome. legend in her own right, Angela Gibbs. Hey. Yes. Welcome, you, welcome, you both welcome. look very beautiful. Very summery. I know. Yeah, it's the summer. This is LA. Need That's true. Outfits. That's true. That's true. It's always it's summer in LA. Summer all the time. We, we are blessed. Right. Amen. We, are. we really are. Yes, no we are. Mm-hmm. That's true. No quakes yet? No quakes. Okay, knock, yeah. knock on something. Knock, knock on, something on everything. Right. <laughs> Plastic, <laughs> wood. Myself. Whatever. 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 Right. Oh I do have a fear of that. So. And, but, and we're out of our drought. Yeah, yes. that too. Is yes, ma'am. Technically, yeah. yeah, they said okay. we are. Okay. But, right. you know. Okay, well, I'm happy about that. They've been talking about that for a minute, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you two ladies for joining us today. we got a fun show. We're going to yes. talk about a couple of topics, and then we're going to get in everything that you two are doing as well. Okay, thank you for having us. And this child, I've known her since she was just... Yay, hi, to yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. Come on. She's talking about she has kids, grown kids. And, I'm like, and let me throw this in there since you started. <laughs> <laughs> when... When I, I was new to acting, I've been acting a little bit. My mother and I started in Watts, and then Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs is my mother. Legendary Marla Gibbs. And uh, we, we we went over to this theater, Zodiac Theater. Right. And there was a place. I can tell you, I've never forgotten it. Mm. Called Does a Tiger Wear a Necktie? Oh. And Miss Margaret Avery, honey, you was ele- killing you got, it. You part elephant. I, I am part. <laughs> 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 That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> oh, I like that part Yes, you need that. Right? I remember some long time ago, with, but names and stuff like that. I'm like, what? Who? But it, and she killed it. And I Thank remember so being, much. oh, you were so yeah. good. I I've never cried so that, much. That started my TV career. Because Clint Eastwood came to that little raggedy theater and oh, saw me and cast me in his magnum force. The first of... Wow. Dirty Harry movies, and oh, that opened the door to television see, for me. I looked wow. at you, and, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay, can I ever do something oh, like this? Yeah. I mean, she was just amazing. And you you're killing amazing. it now. Thank you. See, I like all this. I So oh, I get oh, I, I get a lot of b- happy birthdays in January. So mm. I Take say, well, <laughs> <laughs> two months to party. That's what I say. Blessing, but I'm really an Aries, but that's okay. I'm tax day. Oh. So I'm happy if I got my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm two days after tax I ain't like Trump. I get him in. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are going to be talking about Mr. Fire. He's actually a topic that we'll be discussing right, today. That topic already started. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, well, we're going to go back a little bit first and talk about somebody else because obviously we got to talk about Cheetos like we have had to do for the last couple weeks. But first, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Jay Z because he was in the news again this week because he did an interview on his uh, titles Rap Radar with host Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller labeled Part One. It was an hour and about 10 minutes long of all kinds of 
fascinating stuff about Jay-Z. It was like a get-to-know-Jay-Z moment for those of y'all that have title and got to see it or didn't get to see it because really you ain't got title. It really was true. It yeah. really true because you can't believe everything. You can't. It, right. That's that, true. That, that's why I'm getting birthday wishes in January. Right. Right. That, that is true. That's true. That's that's not true. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But, but that's good. Yeah, but he seemed it seemed very authentic and genuine and chill and he really addressed a lot of different stuff from his beefs with Kanye, the fight in the elevator with Solange, oh. his like transitions and how he made the album and what everything kind of means and he just seemed really honest and direct and upfront and I mean obviously we don't know what's true or what's not true but you know, he seemed honest to me. Um but what was that? What was it on? It was on title. They have a um, rap radar is like their okay. like podcast, podcast show yeah. that's okay. on title. So I think some clips got released like they on sure the web did. on the web somewhere, okay. but the You're full you have to have title. Well, I commend him. Because yeah, it's, it's it's not easy to be truthful about your confidential self. Yes, you know? and to share that. Yes. And, and hopefully people listen and and can relate to it, for learn sure. from it. And it sounds like to me that it's like a self healing thing for him to, to it share did, it. Definitely, he can move on, and mm-hmm. he's grown from the experience. And he definitely talked a lot about his own growth and things that have changed. And the thing that made it also seem really authentic is there was a moment they were asking something about Beyonce. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I should really talk about that. She wouldn't be, I'm going to keep that to my, that's between <laughs> yeah. us. So there were definitely, like, it wasn't like, I'm telling you everything. Yeah. But, you know, it yeah. seemed really honest. That being said, he did make some interesting comments about the culture, as we like to call it these <laughs> days. Um, and he basically was specifically referring to uh, black entrepreneurs and how he felt that, you know, it's kind of shocking how we really don't support our fellow black entrepreneurs. And it's he just doesn't understand how that would be the case. And he was using the example of LeVar Ball, who is the father of Lonzo Ball, who is a rookie for the Lakers and like this huge, like everybody is looking at him. He's the next big, amazing thing. So um, LeVar Ball obviously has gotten a little trouble over the last year or so, Mm -hmm. sort of a lot of people say he got big mouth, kind of run off mm-hmm. his mouth and doing a lot of things. But he wants to start and brand his son and his son's sneakers on his own. He wants to be like the next Nike mm. with his son. And uh, so he's been selling these sneakers for like $325. Yeah, like $325 yeah. And uh, Jay-Z spoke to the fact that he purchased three pairs of these sneakers. And he was like, I don't care. I mean, they're not the best sneakers ever in the world, but I'm going to support this man. He's got a dream. And why don't we, why wouldn't why, we why support him? We? Like, and he went on to say, quote, uh, Nike had to start somewhere. Why do we get so upset when we, us as a culture, want to start our own shit? Right. That, <laughs> that shit is puzzling to me. I sit back like, and I'm like, this makes no sense. Why can't he start a sneaker company? People say, oh, you're dumb. Your sneakers are terrible. They weren't any more terrible than some I've seen. Bad sneakers from Under Armour. I've seen some bad Michael Jordan sneakers. Horrible. Michael Jordan is obviously the greatest at making sneakers. And at some point, he was selling through Nike. And at some point, he broke away. He started building the Jordan brand. And I'm sure that was difficult. And I'm sure people at that time was like, you playing yourself. You're leaving <laughs> Nike. Man, all due respect, fuck Nike. And I don't mean personally. <laughs> I mean, fuck the thing. Everyone has this reverence towards these things. I'm sure when we started Rock Nation, everyone said to join Universal or Def Jam, we built a brand. We are culture. Nothing moves without us. We just continue to give it away. And it's cool. We We can still participate. Nike Mm -hmm. still works with Jordan. It's just the nature of our relationship has to change. So a lot of people had a lot to say about him saying that. But, I mean, I I thought it resonated real strong. And I thought it was fabulous that he said it and that that message was But it's a complex issue. It is very complex. It is. It really is. A lot of it is our history. And it comes way back. It's our self-esteem. It's it's how we feel about one another, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some of the jealousies. Absolutely. And uh, and ignorance. uh, You know, there are cultures when they the child reaches of age 15, 16, they're getting savings bonds or yes. what are we giving? Nikes or whatever. But right. I mean, it's a, it's an education, and I could go on and on. It's right. not one answer because even in Los Angeles, I feel that there should be more black-owned businesses mm-hmm. as they are I, when I'm in L. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta. shooting, I being Mary Jane, they're all kinds of black-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. But when we get them sparsely here, we don't support them enough. Right. Right. And and another thing too, 
when we have a big social event or conference or what, where are we running to? We're always running to the white okay. men's venue. Hotels, etc. Yeah. True. Right. Why don't we come to our own? That's right. Mm -hmm. We have to learn to support one another. And like but, you said, it's complex. I mean, it goes all the way back. I hate to always go here. But it really does. It's, it goes all the way back to slavery, and it's the whole idea of we're not as good as, you know, segregation, even though it needed to change. Yeah. When integration did come about, we ran. We were so happy to be over on that in that neighborhood and accepted in that store, and our businesses died on the vine because we've been told that that's better. Yeah. And so, so now when you try to be on par with what's over there, dominant culture, etc. We get we get, you know, slayed by our own people because it's well who do you who are you, who are you? to yeah. think you can do that. But it's still the self hatred. And although with this at just at the same time recognize and celebrate that we are business owners and entrepreneurs Absolutely. and we are out there and it's getting better. And we just have to become, I think, more committed, mm -hmm. if you will, to and take I, it. I, I'm going to throw a little ringer in that now. Yeah. I've been living in Los Angeles, what, more than 40 years and own my property. Well, the bank still owns it because I keep refinancing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I'm not very bad, though. I'm I've done you. a lot of remodeling and this and yeah. that, and I've tried to support my people. And the only people who have screwed over me have been my people. Oh. It's always an excuse. Oh, somebody stole my tools. Or they, when, when I hire Latinos, mm -hmm. and I... Please now, I'm not trying to be down. I'm just, I'm still I still got hope, but but the Latinos they come want they want to work. They if if they're supposed to be there at eight o'clock, honey, they're there at twenty minutes of eight, assembling, getting their tools out, and they do what they say they want to do. And so uh, we 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 have to be more responsible when you have a business. Know how to run that business. Yeah. Don't. It's not just. It's hard running a business. Yes, it is. Sure. When you're self-employed, you working harder than everybody. Yeah, everybody. That's right. That's you right. Don't, you don't have a check right. coming in, you and the customer. Don't. Please, black restaurants. Remember, the customer is always right. Make that customer feel special. Don't be uh, with your waitress. Don't be mad because you showed up. She's mad because you showed up. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I just want some sweet tea. And you can all So all of you out there listening, I know that you know what I'm talking about. So we, the bottom line though, we are beautiful. We have a lot of talent. We just need to get together, be supportive, network among ourselves, yes. help each other. That's yes. why Black uh, Black Girls Rock the yes. other night was so Amazing beautiful. Right. Because we we got to see women who have done things and doing things for others, yeah. yes. and that's what made their right. success right. so special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like and we it, can't give up on it. We just can't give up. Yeah, no, can't, no. Like that guy who's not showing up on time. We, you can't give up. We just got. No. But she up. said maybe. <laughs> maybe. But I feel like it's getting a little bit better because of the fact we did a story not too long ago about uh, certain certain. Artist or, or, or TV personalities wanted to support black-owned banks, uh -huh. and there's there's many that are popping up. Right. So th there is, there has been a misconception or a, 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 I guess a misconception of people not feeling safe putting their money in black-owned banks. Like why why are you feeling no. unsafe right. about that? Right. What's the difference of this bank and Citibank? You know right. what I mean? That's, well, that's probably the reason is that most people don't know no, the difference between the banks in the same way that like I know. The Jay Z speaks from a lot of personal experience with Title. When we launched Title, people yep. were like, Spotify already exists. Why are we doing this? And Jay Z was like, Well, this is in the hands of the artists, which is a movement you guys continually vocally support with like the Chance the Rappers, who hasn't signed with a record label, um, and a bunch of other artists now coming out and saying, I don't need to sign because yeah. I have the internet supports me. I'm fine. Um, but I also think, like, with, like, I have Title currently. I got it when Jay Z's album came out. Me too, girl. I don't know if I'm going to keep it. Just, just service-wise, like, I love Jay-Z. I want to support these artists. I like having Beyonce's latest album on there. It's very helpful. Spotify doesn't help me with that. Um, but they'll have, like, 
the number of albums. They don't have, like, uh, I don't know. Like, the app just isn't as fluid. And maybe it gets better. Like, I, my plan was to keep it for six months. We'll see how it does. But I just think that, especially for, like, the Jay-Zs of the world, when you're releasing a new product, like... I just don't know why Tidal went after Spotify so hard. This no. child yeah. sure can talk fast. I'm telling you. I'm trying to make sure I can listen that time. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing you t- uh, your earrings. I just wanted your Oh, you can hear it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It oh, bam, bam, bam. Oh, oh, okay. As, as, beautiful, as beautiful as those earrings are. Yes, there you go. Oh, That's perfect. How about that? That's That's they're real pretty, pretty though. They're, they're real pretty. They were pretty. I'm taking them away. <laughs> and you can purchase those at yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no way. No, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I, I want to just throw this caveat in. My mother had a business, um, Marla's Memory Lane. Right. And fabulous, fabulous. Same kind of thing. And we had a theater and she put, um, she hired me once, you know. She did? Yes. Well, I, I sang. You, yeah, and honey, the Muslims there were fabulous. We had Muslim security. Yeah, she had the best food, mm-hmm. and and then we had a theater that she did the theater. I mean the uh, the um, restaurant while I did the theater, which two two seven came out of it. Yeah. It was a play first, and then oh. became a TV show. And when I tell you how hard it was to get us to support us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and. I mean, when you like Margaret said, Muslim security, the best food. Oh, they were they were in. Like, Why are you all over here? You know, escorting me to my car. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So we got we have to support each other. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, so just classy. Yeah. <laughs> we can do better, y'all. That's we can do better, and, and we're, we're going to. Progress. We're going to. We're working progress. Working progress. We got a lot better though. Hopefully. All right. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> speaking of works in progress, <laughs> our government's still a work in progress apparently, oh, and boy. so is our president. Uh, so, you know, we talked last week, it was about Charlottesville and all those crazy comments and whatnot, and he, you know, decided this week, like, I'm gonna go to a rally, and I'm gonna, you know, talk some more. He spoke for 75 minutes, y'all. Did anybody try to watch that? No. No. Okay. I didn't bother. Yeah. I, I watched the three-minute highlight. The three-minute yeah, highlight, yes, yes. Because I mean, who can do more? I mean, I, I had to... I. I I couldn't when it was on on Tuesday, and then I had to go back because I'm um, doing the story. So I was like, "Let me actually listen to the whole thing." <laughs> I, not, I, I, not think, I think I was watching Mary Jane. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, nice. That, that was a, a much yeah, better that choice. Was. Much that better. was a much better choice. Love but so uh, basically, the <laughs> this rally was supposed to like bring people together and be talking about you know united we stand and all of this great stuff and they had a couple speakers that went up before him that did that they said hey we can work together we should be together we're america this is amazing well brother trump got up there and he basically said um well initially he started out for like the first three minutes of the speech talking about how amazing the crowd was and how the fake media will never cover how amazing and um, how many people are in the crowd listening to him oh right now. Um, and how he's been center stage. Did he really have a debates. lot of people this time? I mean, <laughs> it, it was it was some people. There was a lot of people, okay. but they also said a lot of people were starting to leave once he started talking. So, but it's just that he harps on the fact that he was center stage and had all these crowds while he was in the uh, oh presidential God. race. And we're like, but what are you talking about? Anyway, Narcissist, he's insane. But he went on and he basically spoke about a few different things. One of them being his threat to shut down the government if he does not receive funding for the wall that he said Mexico was going to pay for. So he made that threat in that speech. He... Uh, also threatened, I mean, he basically said, again, that all the media is fake, and he attacked every journalist and said how horrible they are and how horrible they have been. He attacked two of the senators from that are Republican from the state that he was in and called them trash and all kinds of things. He also repeatedly referred to the protesters. These were the people that were protesting, like, Charlottesville Nazis. Nazis. Um, he referred to them as thugs. And he coyly hinted that he will pardon Joe Arpaio, who was the former sheriff of Maricopa County, who was convicted in July of criminal contempt in Arizona for ignoring a judge's order to stop detaining people because of being suspected as immigrants. So he kind of like jokingly made it seem like he's going to pardon this guy who has been found guilty of doing something that a judge told him not to do. Um, And in the last... 
24 hours, he retweeted the meme of himself and Obama, <laughs> which is funny because I only saw the meme initially on Eclipse Day yeah. that had Obama mm-hmm. eclipsing Trump, Trump in front yeah. of Trump. Someone yeah. literally just copied it. And somebody around. flipped it, and he retweeted the flip where he's eclipsing Obama. Obama. Yeah, and, and, oh and he's going to criticize for that because, it, oh, first of all, the media was talking about how late he is. That, that's a yeah, whole joke like at this that's point. The jo- <laughs> and, and the fact that you, you, you stole the same thing. You didn't. You weren't even creative about right. it. You know, they have, like, how president is any of you're president and, and why do you have time to do this? Why do you have time to do this? Exactly. I have no he idea. Go to his meetings. He finds them boring. They have to give him very short written statements that he can read. This is true. It is true. They should say they and give he him, likes pictures. And they have to put his... they have to make sure that, that they have SEO copy for Trump essentially, yes. which is a search engine optimization for those of you who don't know, where they put his name in repeatedly. Yeah. They'll bold it, make it a little bit bigger so that his eye is drawn to it so that he can get they can get some information into his brain That's about the just... country he is running. Woo! I think I think we have to think about how we can survive him. Please tell me how. Because because if we really get saturated in his negativity, we're yeah. gonna become negative. Yes. yes. That's true. And, and go backwards. Uh, yeah. I have a scar here from a German shepherd bite during the Civil Rights Day when we were just trying to get the right to, to vote equally, to, to sit at the counters. Yeah. And there are too many people who have worked so hard, sacrificed their lives for the progress that we have made. We've got a long way to go, but we don't need to be dragged back. And we're spending the news, we're spending a lot of energy talking about this crazy man. Yeah. And he wants to take us back. I mean, there are no nice people if you're marching with the Nazis and, and yeah. white supremacists. And so we, I don't know what Congress, the Republican Congress, is going to do in the Senate uh, because they can't. I, I, I think there, there seems to be a lot of reacting now yeah. of saying, hey, I mean, as a matter of fact, because. From what I understand, Trump did want to get rid of Mullen, the investigator. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was going to do that when Congress was on uh, vacation, break, yeah. on break. Mm-hmm. And Congress got together and said, oh, no, 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 you will not. We're going to have this investigation. Right. Yeah. And they, whatever steps they did, it was prevented him from being able to do that. So there is hope. hope. I mean, there is some light that's being shown. I mean, I think people knew what they were getting, but they thought that maybe they could control him, uh, and maybe get a lot done in Congress. I had hoped that, because with a Republican Congress and Senate, you would think, oh, okay, let's at least get something done. It won't be like they did Obama. And, but... I think it's going to get better, and you, I noticed too that when when President Trump lashes out and all of that, it, I think that the investigation is getting closer, mm-hmm. and uh, he's setting himself up for fake news. So when the when the news does come out, his okay. base that he keeps preaching to it's a good point. will yeah. will say, Oh, we don't believe we it. Did. Exactly. Uh, because the closer they get in my from my perspective, mm. the the more crazy he gets. Oh, well, he's isolated. Because you know. his right. son, I remember his son during the campaign it was on an interview and he said the question was, will your father show his taxes? And his son, being naive mm-hmm. and not really, I guess, uh, prepped for the press, mm-hmm. he says, oh, no, he'll never do that. That'll kill us. And I never, <laughs> I, I never, wow. never wow. heard that interview again. I never I heard that again. I miss that. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. What? He right never, sh- they never showed that again. And and all this business of him, of President Trump saying, oh, I always, I'm under, uh, what was it, audit? Audit, mm-hmm. yeah. And then after he won president, mm-hmm. you, you never know about those taxes. You don't hear no. about it anymore. Those taxes right. reveal something. I mean, it's just of like, course. 
with with Hillary, I mean, she deleted those. They said three thousand emails. Mm -hmm. There was a reason she deleted them. I sure would want to know. I was hoping it was in the book. It was on, it was on her personal, her yes. personal, right. what you call it, person. the personal server. Yeah. So I sometimes I think, well, was she having an affair? <laughs> <laughs> Did she did she call Obama the N word? That would make it very interesting. That would be a good read. What would you do? I mean, you you figure these emails on the private server. They're private. Private conversations. You know, it's like you having a private moment in your home, bathroom, or whatever. So, Miss Hillary, I love you. I love you, but I do want to know. No. Did you guys hear no. the? Uh, right. Did you hear the excerpt from her book that she was reading yep. that like kind of went around where she was talking about the moment where she was on the debate stage with Trump and he was following oh, her oh around and breathing down her neck yeah, and I saw that. and she asked the question like what should I have done like what would you guys have done like right. it would have been great if she said motherfucker that, 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 that was that was her point she's like I need to know. Back up from my yes. walk. <laughs> yes. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, and at that debate, he had those women with that were wired, knowing that they could never speak. Mm. But he did that to shake her, thinking that Bill's, yeah. these women that were, were um, uh, reporting that reporting. he had done something. Yeah. They had them wired like, so like they were going to ask a question. Yeah. But they had already been told they couldn't speak. But I want to speak to something you said. I totally agree with you. This is a hard place to be. James Baldwin said to be black and aware in America is to be in a constant range. You know? Yes, it is. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically that was what he said. And I was young and, and at Howard at the time, and I remember I read that, and I didn't quite understand, but I get it as I grow older and I see what's happening. And there is a collective consciousness that we all are responsible for. And if we buy into the hate, then we help create more of that. Right, mm -hmm. so I, I look at it. I mean, I, it was a hard night when he was winning. I, I had to, I just had to turn the TV off and go to bed because yes, I could not believe. I just couldn't believe it. Right, yeah. and and the media helped that. I mean, he was like the the opening news every day because everybody thought it was a joke. Free, but they free gave him publicity. A platform, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but I want to say that in terms of collective consciousness, that you know, King says is love is the answer, and I and I look at okay, well then why. Why? Somebody <laughs> up there, not where, within, wherever you, wherever you is. Why? Please give me an right. answer. Why this is it. happening? Yeah. Right? And it, it, it woke a lot of people up. And you have whites and who maybe thought they why. were conscious, we needed but to they're wake conscious up. now. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're marching. They were, they're, they're, you know, they're, oh, you all really were dealing with racism. Yeah. Yeah, we told y'all. We told you, you that. Know, yeah. um, <laughs> and, so, and people are becoming more active. we got to become leaders in our own community. We can no longer Amen. wait for the government Amen. to give us subsidies, help us, with, you know, uh, create, you know, um, facilities and things like that in our communities that we need. We can't wait for that. We have to to be the authors of our destiny. We have to be the ones that are shepherding, you know, our communities into something that's positive and more productive. We, I mean, we're aware now that we're on our own, and and so Truly. maybe that's a yeah, good yeah. thing in terms of the actions that we have to take, so. As my grandmother says, you need a shake-up to wake up, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, there you go. Yeah. She is right about that, because we are definitely in a shake-up. But we, 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 we're, we're, sure. we're not the we're ones sure. that we're wanted sure. the shake-up. That's sure. true. And now that it is, I mean, you know, be be careful what you right. ask for, right. but uh, I think we're going to grow from this. Right. I hope so. I, I mean, too. here's the thing. I, they're, they're, I don't know if you guys have seen the latest reports about the alleged impeachment that is still yes. pending. They were uh, one of his one of his team members uh, actually just said, I think it was on CNN, but he was saying that if he would be impeached, that it actually would be terrible because there were, it would we spark so many racial oh, okay, right. wars that would happen because there's so much on both sides on both that. So many people against him, so many right. people still for him. Right. I mean, we saw, obviously, what happened to Charlottesville. Like, those people would be five times that if he gets impeached, because right. then they're going to be coming even, you know, with more hate. I feel so like coming to a head might be the best. It's crazy. I feel it like does. that's the best thing to happen, though. Like, if, if there's all of this tension, I feel like ignoring it or trying to shove it back down is not the way forward. I think addressing it and having these frank, open discussions about race and about, you know, like... 
I mean, we're still having the debate about whether um, affirmative action is a good thing or not. Like, these exhausting discussions that we yeah. haven't... I feel like some of these things need closure, and coming to a head might get us there faster. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. we get Pence, and, and isn't that Oof. worse? Well, I mean, Pence is... I mean... At least I, we know where he stands, though. Yeah. That's yeah, the only thing know, I say. Right. At least we I know. look at Pence, and I see lethal. I see, like, because yeah. he Adam knows too. how to work and how to make it all happen exactly how. Like, right, right now, right. Trump just running off at the mouth and crazy, right. and people right. are like, "Oh, what's but happening?" He's the one I'm by the nuclear rules. Though, though. Me. Like, he—I mean, he played by the rule. He would play by the rules, and then maybe we can like use the rules. Like he thinks children can be game. cured of gayness with electricity, so obviously he's an idiot. But right. but at least he knows politics. Like, is that better? Is that a step up? I don't know. I don't know. No, but don't know. Uh, what I also as a student of history, we all know major change in this country has only happened with bloodshed mm. and major bloodshed, and that's my fear. Oh, so yeah. as I sit here and I'm like, said. this is the light here, and they're telling me how to refigure <laughs> my brain to think and find because I literally have spent the week like that's why I couldn't watch the speech on Tuesday. Right, I'm like, right. we're doing like we're effed, right. excuse my language, but yeah. we're fucked. Yeah, and then. To my thinking is literally every time I think about what has happened over the course of history and how things have changed in this country and like major change that happened like really to get rid of slavery we lost what a third of the population yeah. to get rid of slavery yeah. and then it took how many people had to die in between time for all of that to get to the civil rights movement and only to have further horrific death continue to happen during the mm. civil rights movement right. to shift us a little bit right. more forward. So Just a little bit. You right. know, and then that amount that we move forward, we still didn't quite take it fully into now. This because the stuff that we were doing. right now with sure. how they're killing our kids in the street. There's an arrogance that mm. exists within the police force. All police are not bad. I'm not saying that. But it's, but I, and I almost sometimes draw a correlation between that, the fact that we had an African-American president. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we, we're taking them down. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, I but, but the positive thing, though, is that those people that marched in Boston, it was a lot, lot of, of white like people yes, it who was. did yeah. not, yeah. they proved that they did not believe in our opposition. So I think there's That's a lot true. of lot of positive and, and hope in that. And I didn't see that many black people. Yeah. yeah. You know, That's so you're absolutely right. That's true. And so Is Boston a heavily black city though? I'm genuinely asking. I don't probably know. in pockets. In, in, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good point. Um, and I would uh, I don't know. So I think we have to But she brings up a very good point because you do have these whites now that are really clear that they don't want to be identified. No, and the Jewish people, you know because they, yeah. they, were, they were shouting, Jews will not replace us. Or, right. Yeah, Jews yeah, that's will, exactly you know, what they So um, uh, it's heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It's, it's continuing to be heavy. Uh, in fact, our next subject that we're talking about is how do you guys feel about all these Confederate mon monuments being taken down or the argument of them being taken down? Because uh, former Atlanta mayor... Uh, and civil rights activist Andrew, Andrew Young has uh, asked for Stone Mountain in northern Georgia to actually stay up, and this is his reasoning. So Stone Wall is um, Stone Wall Mountain is actually as the face of uh, uh, excuse me has the face of Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson, Jackson, Robert E. Lee, and yeah. Jefferson Davis carved into, carved the, into the mountainside. Mountain. And this is what Young said about his reasoning for wanting to keep it. He said that is a tremendous carving, and I don't want to see that destroyed. I don't care who it is. He says, what worries me is, is that this country will turn to the right so that so that it'll be. He said, be taking down Martin Luther, soon they'll be taking down Martin Luther King statues next when the racist majority takes over. And I'm saying that a minority can't be provoking a racist majority that is still underemployed, undereducated, and dying faster than we are. That the issue is life and death, not some stupid monument, mm -hmm. is what his quote was. was with but you know what? Remember the old thing when they say, uh, um, you cannot forget from whence you've come? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We cannot forget our history. True. We do have history. And by ev trying to erase it, that's like not it didn't it's, right. it's like never acknowledging what black people have contributed in our history books. Mm -hmm. You go to these public schools, at least when I was going, mm -hmm. all I learned was that uh, uh, Carver invented the peanut. Right. Yeah. That's all they said <laughs> yeah. about my people. It yeah. has not changed. So, <laughs> but I'm just saying there must be a way that we can honor the history uh, in a way that's respectful. 
Yeah. In a way that doesn't glorify slave I owners mean, and violence. But I, I don't. I don't think that we should like tear the tear monument down. Yeah. Maybe we could put it in a museum or something. There's or, a great request going around to do um, a garden, a statue garden. Uh, with these old monuments that gives texture and, and contextualizes who these people were and what they did. Because I think there's something to be said of art and and especially mm-hmm. knowing that these statues came, as we talked about last week, uh, the statues coming around around the civil rights era in order to impose a, like... Um, a white superiority being able to take that down and talk about why these statues were made and looking at how they were constructed mm-hmm. i think is vital exactly. to our history it and could understanding be educational but, right. I, yeah. but it's for stone mountain no you can take that no. one take down. stone mountain down Blow it up. I went to school. <laughs> I up. no not take the mountain down that carving oh, the because carving. the same white way we're out. talking about like how well black people have these self-esteem issues and things that you don't know and because we don't there's a lot of ignorance and there's a lot of ignorance on both sides of the thing i was a child in atlanta georgia for all of elementary school and most of middle school and they took us to Stone Mountain to literally be like wow this is not like contextually saying like these were traitors to the union that Caught what, like, obviously, we're some of us are intelligent and read and figured so out. So, we have to know. change the presentation, but you have to you gotta, change the presentation, gotta, yeah. and it definitely. And I don't necessarily believe because we just did a story maybe six months ago about those books in Texas oh, that yeah. are being mm-hmm. printed yeah. where they literally printed that black Africans came to this country as immigrants, but yeah. they was on slave ships, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was in print that children uh-huh. are reading. So, oh. we have not equipped our country in any way to it's be right. like, well, leave the monuments up, put them in a box, mm-hmm. put them in a museum, do whatever, but those should not be in public spaces where we're accepting that as something that has like done something Glorified. great for our I think specifically disgusting Stone Mountain because Stone Mountain, the way it's designed it's like a family like eat out like it's very weird to go there and see people picnicking and laughing and like with those, shooting with those, toy guns and would, things there with like Essentially, traders standing, but like it's standing, a very right, right in the photo. With, right, it's right. weird and it's bizarre yeah. and it's a it's very like watching icky the KKK feeling being March there. while you're sitting there having a picnic. It, that's exactly, <laughs> but, but like that's what it was meant them. for. That's like weird. that's why it was done. It wasn't done as an artistic moment no, in it our culture. Right. It was mm-hmm. done to make black people uncomfortable and yes. not want to be at Stone Mountain right. and to remind them that they don't belong there. And I, if we, I don't understand why we want to keep pretending like that's not where these things came from. Right. It wasn't. Greek mythology, like exploring the <laughs> amazingness. But of- it sounds like what you're saying that it's the, the way it's presented, mm. uh, and and I, I still say that we cannot erase our history. I agree. We can make we it. Need to be ma- we, we need to be reminded, and we need to grow from it. We need to know uh, that hey, we're much better now. Uh, but this business, I know that I was in, and I'll name the place. It was Columbia, Georgia. I did a little play there. It was just a one-nighter thing. And in the hotel, I'm lying down, and I like to have my windows open, uh, shades. I love for, to be able to see the sun mm. being blessed with another day. And I'm lying in my bed, and I look up, and I see this tall building, and they have the Confederate flag. Ugh. Not the American flag. No, the Confederate flag. Just the Confederate flag. Now that I detest. Mm. If you're going to have the Confederate flag, you've got to have the American flag. If our flag isn't isn't good enough, then you need to not be in this country. I know, that's right. That's right. And if there are things wrong with this country, we can't just be complaining. We've got to figure out Mm -hmm. how to make it better. It's the easiest thing is for us to complain and talk about Trump, but we need to be also talking about how can we continue to move forward and not have what he is instilling, the hate that he's trying to instill. How can we combat it? That's true. How can we not? We just have to have our faith, and action speaks so much more than words. But that's the, about this thing that we just spoke about earlier, helping each other and supporting each other and and making sure, be, you know, listen to Maxine Waters and our, our Congress yes. people. Maxine is coming in. She's going hard, oh, too. Yes, yes. She's not playing. She's not playing. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, it's interesting uh, statistics that came out about this whole debate about the monument. So 44% of African Americans believe Confederate memori- memorials should stay, compared with 40% who say they should be removed. Nationwide, 6 in 10 Americans say the monuments should remain. 
Wow. How much? Six, six and, and ten. ten. Because six most of them ten. think okay. they're these brilliant statues that right. were created Well, I don't know. Do they think it's brilliant or do they feel like what Margaret is saying is that we don't want to whitewash our history either where it's like we, you know, we I've got grandbabies now who I'm teaching and we're sitting and watching. Ooh, I'm feeling old. you got grandbabies. <laughs> well, you, well, we, I was like, I'm, I, it almost didn't come out. I was like, I could go. them sit and watch civil rights you know documentaries etc and i mean at 11 and etc and they're smart and so i however i do you know i, I have to say i don't know how i'm feeling because after listening to you we I, have to I we, we have to get wash, our wash our history let me say that first yeah we have and we have to know where to, we came from we we have to know where we came from and we have to have some insight about these history books that are lying oh, absolutely so presentation sure. narrative See, has to change. We got to get we got to get rid of the lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I do get a sense of what you're saying because I lived in Atlanta and I lived yeah. in Stone Mountain that there are some monuments that maybe they can be moved. Yeah, because it, because like it is there to, the ground, to intimidate, sure. and that has to stop. The intimidation. Has to stop. It, so. it might be that mirror, mirror on the wall, and don't you forget it. <laughs> That's right. Well, we definitely, we're being reminded all the time we definitely will not be forgetting anytime right? soon. Right. Right. You know. But we're going to move on now to talk about you two because we've yes. given Trump. Trump we'll talk about enough info or real enough stuff. Yeah. real stuff. Let's talk about that. We got Trump, Trump, the Trump. The Trump, Trump. So you should doing amazing work out there, setting the tone for us and for many people who are just in the entertainment business, who inspire to be in the entertainment business. You two are the force that are really making things happen. So oh. we'll start with Margaret. I mean, being Mary Jane. I mean, this show. Taking over. It's literally taking over. I mean, everyone. I know males who love it. I know females who love it, my mother and sister every time it comes on they're watching it you are such an influential person on that show and what is it what do you think it is about the show that has just really transformed the way uh, TV has changed and why people love the show so much well, and are you going to have an affair? I'm sorry no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to give credit to the creators it was Mara Brock Celine. I mean, they came up with this, and so, uh, and we had what three seasons with them mm-hmm. yeah. before they moved on to doing other wonderful things. Yes. Um, but uh, Richard Roundtree, who plays my husband, he and I said the first day that the cast got together at Round Table, and we said thank you because we come from an era where white people wrote the scripts and they wrote what they thought we should say and as far as having tender moments in relationships we used to have I I remember uh, you know because I come from black exploitation times when Mm -hmm. you know it's just always cops and robbers a black man has gotten in jail he's in trouble and I'm crying on cue (laughs) 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 that's true and we to say to the director, well, listen, uh, in the scene, can't we have a tender moment here? Can I touch him? Can we have a kiss? I mean, they wouldn't, I mean, it's like there were no relationships. It was just good and bad acting, uh, you know, socially. He's running from the cops and, you know, and then me crying, whatever. So that, to me, was the biggest change, the writing and, and talking about issues that people can relate to that are real, that that not only black people are experiencing, but other people do. Um, um, now, about my character, I, I really like the idea of showing the black family intact mm-hmm. because we, the black family, is such an endangered species. Mm-hmm. So when they made my character get in a little naughty. I actually <laughs> cried. I was just gonna <laughs> I said, Oh no, I went to the writers. I said, Please, you know, don't do I have to do this? And they yes. said, Oh yes, I said, Oh no. <laughs> that was me <laughs> last night watching it. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> so 
on uh, from an acting standpoint, though, it gives the character more conflict because you mm -hmm. know to make yes. your character interesting, you got to have conflict. Right. So, right. and this and, um, and it has already aired. I just hate to say it totally what happened because there are a lot of yeah, people who are behind yeah. Yeah. and they see it on Netflix or something. But um, I just feel that from what's happening with with Helen Patterson now, my character, it's something that's real. And so it's something that the family has to heal from, mm -hmm. like we have to do as a people now that we just um, mm -hmm. mentioned about our president. Uh, so I don't know if it's coming back. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm hoping that it will. But I'm, uh, my, my hope is that people have learned something, even of yeah. uh, Raven Goodwin's character, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, from women who have had babies out of wedlock. Her character has been evolving. evolving yeah. And Mary Jane, her character's been evolving. She's, I, I think you're going to find that she's not jumping in and out of bed with everybody. So, oh, I'm sorry, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Wade had something to do with it. <laughs> She gonna kill me. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping that people have learned from the show or are learning from the show, and it's not just all fluff. It's 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 real life. You, you I, like it? There was, I love the show so much for those very reasons. And I remember one show. I'm gonna go back a little bit where the uh, young the woman um, killed herself. Uh, oh yes, yeah. that's Latarsha Rose. Latarsha Rose, beautiful. Yes. Never saw She's a great person. Like that. Amazing. Yeah. That and was I, how that subject was, and that my friend is Richard Lawson, and how mm -hmm. that scene played itself out, and there wasn't a happy ending. There was she, you know, Mary Jane had a voice, uh, but I like that it was flawed, and. Uh, It was conflicting, you know. Mm -hmm. You have someone who was fighting. That's our writers now. Yeah. The writers. <laughs> they showed up anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, that's life. Yeah. That's it life. is. I, I thought it was amazing. But, but I'm just going back. But they back say, you know, if it ain't on the page, it ain't you on know, the stage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think and they really think hard about them, you know, how they want to present our lives and, and like you said they give us they give you all the opportunity to have those tender moments mm -hmm. which is also our lives mm -hmm. yeah that's great that's well, well we were going back and talking about one time sorry I didn't mean okay. to cut you off Joel um, we were talking about how the fact that when you look at television yes we've seen the the comedies within the black family household but we haven't seen a lot of dramas Drama. yeah. of, of showcasing real life for for what it is in the African American community right. and this show gives you that you yes. know we deal with everything that everybody else deals with, and it's never been put in light. A lot as of much the current stuff. issues. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yes. Well, and it's just so great to see Mary Jane, who's like a career based woman, uh, struggle, which I think for black women going into careers, we often have to be four times better than anyone we're competing against. And then when we get on TV, we you just see a finished product. You just see the final, like, you know, they've got, they're on top of their jobs. They're the best at what they do. But it's a process to get there. And seeing Mary Jane live in the mess that is her life and struggling to, and still coming out on top most of the time, it, it's kind of inspirational. It you know? is, it is. Have you seen a shift in the... Did uh, you say the S-H-I-T? Oh, sorry, shift. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Like, what did you say? You're about to get chest out. Even if I did say it, I would act like I didn't say it. I'm thinking maybe I didn't put the earphones on. I was like, if I did say it, I was like, I'm not going to say it again. She came out like, I'm going to whoop you right now. That was a whooping right Have you seen? Did you say? Have you seen a huge shift in leading black women in Hollywood for both of you? Well, Ava DuVernay. Absolutely. Or the opportunity because. Yeah, absolutely. Because we see that, I was having a conversation with an actor friend of mine and they were saying that, you know, yes, there's a lot of new projects and we have, you know, people like Issa Rae who are doing their thing and like killing it, Ava DuVernay. But on the flip side of that, they were saying there still isn't a lot of roles or as many roles as they think we should be have available Absolutely. With, yeah. with what well, we have in Hollywood. But that's right from the old thing. For, I mean, like I said, I've been in Hollywood 40 years. 40 years. And in 
my span of a career of almost 50 years, we still don't have our people in decision-making yeah, positions. And that's the that's whole right. thing. I mean, there's a lot of serious ideas that have been shopped around, but we don't have anyone in those studios say yes to that it. can say <laughs> yes. And that's how, why Color Purple was made, directed by a white man, Steven Spielberg, yeah. because there was no black man in Hollywood that, that, that could get a green yes. light. Yeah. And he was the only white man in Hollywood that agreed to do, to do it. it. <laughs> so when blacks were talking about, we shouldn't be having no white men telling our stories, honey, that's the only way the story got told. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's, I'm always thinking, gee, why don't we do this and why don't we do that? And then I find out that it has been shopped, but nobody, no one nobody, nobody wanted it. Yeah. Listen, Ava, well, I want to answer your question and say, yes, there is a shift. I totally agree with what you're saying. It's not enough. Yeah. Um, however, the shift is, and it's because of exactly what you're saying, because the shift that we're seeing is at the hands of black men and black women storytellers, and and especially black women. Who you got Queen Sugar? That's also Ooh. fabulous. Oh yes. So and and Abel, you know, is a part of that, and and Oprah's a part of that, and uh, so we're seeing women that are are textured, that are flawed, that um, are universal. They just come in the skin. Uh, however, it's through the lens of our culture, and no one knows our culture and what's happening under the skin it's, it, like we do, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, not that, you know, whites can't write it. They're not interested in writing it. Not you know, we don't write the Jewish stories. Right, right, and they so. don't allow they don't let it write. <laughs> and I remember going to see Ava um, uh, years ago when I, I was at a film festival. I had a short film, and she was uh, speaking on a panel, and I spoke to her then and kept in touch. And so she had this film called, um, um, what was it? Um, and I Will Follow. Mm. Small film, Beverly Todd is in it, oh. mm -hmm. Sally Richardson, Omari Hardwick yep. is in it. And, um, and, she, and I went to go see it, at, and she had four walls in theaters because she comes from that, that, that PR background. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and she said, she stood there, and, and I had been trying to get a film done. I was close to getting it done. I had Regina King involved. Mm. Kyrie Irving was interested. And, and it was about the juvenile delinquent system and privatization of, of prisons way back when. And, you know, we were interested, but nobody was helping us or giving us any money. And so when she said, um, I emptied my account I spent $50,000 on this film wow. because I got tired of Hollywood saying, go away, little black girl. We're not interested in your stories. I teared up because I had had this script and we had been close so many times. And she times. had 50000 yeah. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, now. Wait, Margaret. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. You think it's you. Mm -hmm. You think yeah. you need another rewrite. Yeah. You think there's a, you know, you forget all, all the climate is, you know, no. it's a racial, it, it, you know, racially charged climate even in Hollywood. There's certain stories they don't want to see. Mm -hmm. When my mother fought for 227, and it was, it was a play that turned into a show, and I'm not going to, you know, badmouth anyone. Mm -hmm. However, the powers oh, do, that be at the time, <laughs> the powers that be, y'all can look it up, you know who the powers were, that not that um, Norman Lear <laughs> or, or any of those folks were, um, they, did, they did a lot of good in terms of some of our shows that were out there. Because again, like with Spielberg's, they weren't making those shows. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we got these shows like 227, The Jeffersons, etc. However, there was still the idea of the woman needs to be in the house alone. 
she don't need a man. My mother had to fight to have a husband. Mm -hmm. They wanted someone else who was a, a, a wrestling hero to be the white guy to be the hero in the neighborhood for mm -hmm. all the kids, right? Oh, wow. My mother had to fight wow. and had to threaten to walk away with her project before they said, okay. Right, so there's just that I there's you know we have to fight. Mm -hmm. We have to be brave enough to fight, or brave enough to empty our account. You know, and like Ava said that day, I'm officially broke. Of course, she's not anymore. She's uh, just very she far from that, but that she put in the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she did to say this. This story is so important to me that I will get it done if I have to. You know, lose everything I have. Right, and we we gotta you know. We gotta applaud her for that because look where she is now. So yes, it's changing. And what would happen if we only saw our films, didn't spend all the money going to the other films? See, there you go. Come on now, that's revolutionary you know? right there. Okay. But how well, how do we have to be able to organize that and everybody be strong and hold it together? And that's that's our big weakness: not right. being able to stick together. Yeah. Because. The, the money talks walks. It does. It does. Really, we are. We're consumers. Yeah. And we can even contextualize I mean, that I, in the conversation of uh, USC released their numbers today on the new statistics. Uh, the new pilots for this season, 89% male, 89% white. St that's, still, that's still baffling to me, though, because I feel like we've seen so many new projects that have just come along in the last year, especially from the success yeah. of Insecure and all these right, things. Right. I would think that number would be different. It's still mind-numbing to me that they're not like mining mm. YouTube for more Easter Rays, when there are at least four other, <laughs> four people, other people we can name right now that could do an Easter Ray level project and be just as successful. It's it's baffling to me that they keep saying, well, nobody wants to see these films when it's clear to me. And they, I think, they do. And exactly. They do. I mean, people clamoring for different stories. We're inundated with so many stories. Why do you guys keep trying to tell the same ones over and over again? Right. It's right. boring. Because it's easy. Are you going to cut us because it's like 6.30? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, listen. She's like, I'm tired. She's like, y'all. She's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of answering questions. We talking about this stuff. Okay, well, let me. I'll answer this last question. Now, I don't mean cut. I mean edit. You know. No, no, no. They're watching us right now. They're watching you. Okay. All right. Because I, because I want to make sure everybody knows my Instagram. Yeah, we. I love this. That's the reason, though. No, she's got a reason. She's like, listen. This is OG right here. This is OG. She's a liar. Be quiet, Daryl. Miss Avery, what is your Instagram say? Right now, she's right now. Right to your camera. Tell us. Because I'm old, and, and Instagram is for young folks. No, Instagram for everybody. everybody. I wanted to know, Margaret Shug Avery. Yes. Now, don't, now, now, don't, don't, don't spell it S U G because that's Sug. It, but I know you, you try to do Sugar Lord S U G, yes. but it's Margaret M A R G A R. Don't leave that second day out. I'm going to say it again. M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T. Shug. S-H-U-G. Yes, ma'am. Avery. Avery. There you go. There we go. Okay, y'all. Support me, y'all. Because I don't have enough, you know. We got to get her some followers, y'all. Yeah. Because even now, she knows that. Now you go on an interview and they want to know well, how what you're following. No, they do. It's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's yeah, right. yeah, you know. Right. I and coach I, actors, and, and, and I these white it. folks that are casting, they don't care nothing about me being legendary or nothing. <laughs> right, right. They be looking Foolish. at my Instagram that's following. Crazy. No, that's very true. It's crazy. Right. That's maddening. Right. Just so mm -hmm. you know, that upsets the hell out of it. I know it's true. No, no, I obviously yeah. know, but it's like, come so on. So help me, y'all. You guys that are listening, help me. Come That's follow right. me. Because now if I do a picture with Taraji, which I did. Yes. It'll I, go up. It's it'll go, out. I mean, but they won't. They, I'll get a hit, but they don't follow me. They don't. They go and leave. No. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. follow, y'all. You got to keep and, putting it out. And, and, and blame it on who is it? Proud blame? Mary, right? Proud, Proud Mary. Mary. Yes, Proud Mary. Mary. Proud Mary. Right. Uh -huh. That's supposed to be out in January. And, oh, you got to go see that. It's Did you, you see? Good. You it's seen her? Good. You seen her ads? Ooh, yes. I love that. The black. Now, see, that's progress. That's progress. And she's perfect for that role. Yeah, she's you and she's shooting that good and good all in. I said, oh, I wish they'd do like a little black grandma doing that. Me too. <laughs> 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 that's real. Oh, what did I do? Who's that? 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 Who's
We do have to wrap up, so but I have two quick questions for you. I don't know if you do too, Joelle, but uh, for, for Angela, you have had such an extensive resume. I mean, you worked on The Revenant. Um, obviously, all eyes on me. You know, you were the one who transformed Demetrius into Tupac. You know, what would you tell uh, up-and-coming young directors, actors, producers, such as yourself, who are entering this business? Or what would you tell your young self who entered into this business? You know, I, oh, first of all, confidence, confidence, confidence. Uh, and that comes from experience or something, you know, yeah, yeah, knowing and, your craft, studying. No, so you got to study. You know, I, I, everyone I work with, they've got to do the research. If you're not going to do the research, if you haven't read the script, if you're not studying, then I, I don't, I'm not going to do it. Because you, you don't want to blow your opportunity. Right, absolutely. In Hollywood, you get one, one chance. chance. Right, And right. it better be good. Yeah. Now, you know, white boys, they get more than one chance. We right. don't. They do. So know your stuff. I'm well, sorry, I, Angela. No, no, absolutely no. And I say confidence in, in that if it's what you want to do, now I'm going to get a little holy roly here, but if it's what you want to do, then I just feel like there's a divine source that breathed it in you. That's true. Mm-hmm. Own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Own it. Don't let anyone else tell you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So you have to stand on that. And I do a lot of first-timers, too, as well, like in Revenant and, and with Demetrius. you got to stand on it, right, and confidence that you are worthy of this role. Mm-hmm. You are worthy of this film as a director. You are worthy of it because it was breathed in you, so own it. So that's the first thing. So stand by your voice, stand by your vision, right? People will say, well, why do you want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? And then they'll go, oh, wow. I didn't, you talking I didn't about, know. like, directing or something. Yes, okay. directing as well. Right, because <laughs> you, you mentioned directors yeah. as well. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing, though, is to know your craft and study. Study mm-hmm. other films. Study other actors. Um, you know, take classes. Take workshops. Be around like minds who will mm-hmm. lift you. When you feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, they'll say, yes, you can. Yeah, you need that. Exactly, right. And be around people that are smarter than you. Don't be afraid. And not negative. And not, mm-hmm. Without a doubt. That's right. Don't be afraid to be around people who know more than you do. That's how you learn. Mm-hmm. That's how you learn. Be a sponge. So I guess I would say it's a faith walk. It's about standing in your vision, standing in your power. It's about being surrounded by like minds and like spirits. And it's about doing your homework and knowing your craft. Take not in it just to make money. It's got to be your passion. Yes. It's not, because as an actor, it's not, so you could be, uh, get to be in a series right. or, or be a star. Because I worked a long time for nothing, just getting the experience, studying, <laughs> doing free theater. That's, That's right. how I was discovered, I said earlier. That's with, right. That was, I wasn't getting paid in that play. But, and I've, I, and the thing about experience in building a f- strong foundation, you can't build a house on a weak foundation, right? That's true. You can't right. build a relationship on a, f- a weak foundation. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, it's got to be a strong foundation because I have not, I, my, my career has not been easy. I work with directors who don't know. That's it. Right. <laughs> right, no, it's true. It's Particularly true. in television. So right. you have to know what to do, and you have to know when a director don't know nothing and just go with what you have learned. There are times when I could have just fallen apart because some of the directors I've worked with just had an ego and wanted, oh, you work with Sp- Steven Spielberg. This is television now after Color Purple. And they were... Anal retentive. Right. That's you know what that means. Yeah. Anal retentive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you y'all. You right know that. Okay. <laughs> That's my play. That's the real. I would go way. back That's to my tra- go back to my trailer and pray. Yes. God, let me just do my thing. Right. Let me let me be the character. Don't right. think. Don't please take the fear out of me. Yes. And go back in there and just do it. And you know what? I've done that. And the director said, yeah, that's what I meant. Well, that's what I did on the on the interview mm-hmm. when you cast me. Right. But you get there, and they want to show out. Right. Mm-hmm. That's they got so. something different I'll teach you a you lesson. Know. You're not all that. Right. Especially, you, when, you know, bit, that's right. right. Bring the and chocolate down a little bit. She mentioned something about fear. I want to say this. This whole myth of no fear, that's a myth. Mm-hmm. We all have it. Yeah. Okay, it, and it's all fine. It's all good. All it does is make us okay. We, it can it can paralyze us or it can motivate us. 
motivate us. And so mm -hmm. we use it for that. If, you, if you've got nerves and stuff like that, it only makes you better. It makes you, you can use it to make you dot your T's. I mean, cross, you know, cross your, your T's and dot your I's and really make sure, that's all it really is for, is to make sure, sure you just are on, 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 on point, right? Yeah. On your cues. And uh, so this whole, so when I tell actors, they're like, I'm a nervous, I'm like, that's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what everybody says to channel that energy. Yeah. Don't let it take you over, but channel it. Cause but we, channel it. Yeah, that's it's, right. Because I get, I get nervous as I'm not nervous. Yeah. That's what they say. Uh, get, that's right. Get, I get yeah. worried. Yeah. Like, uh oh. Yes. Well, we're definitely going to wrap now, but I have one last quick question for Angela Margaret. E. Gibbs, too. We're going to get you no, 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 no. I learned from my old Jesus. Look. We're going to get your social. Well, who would you have, have play you in, in a movie? Your biopic. In your biopic. Who, what actress would you have play you in your biopic? In my bio? Yeah. Oh, if someone were to play me? Yeah. God, there's so many wonderful young Angela Gibbs, she'd have me play. All right, go ahead. But is there somebody in particular that stands out to you that you look at? You're like, hmm, that's a, that's enough to come. Yeah, right you love now. what the work they're doing. I haven't seen you, doggone it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I would hope that um, that she would be someone that other people could. Re when she performed me, maybe she could know that I'm not that person without insecurities and, and, and know my strengths and weaknesses. And you do that in reading about a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do your research. Who's home girl from research, Scandal? Research, research, research. Uh, you know uh, it's gonna kill like me. Like the lead? Yeah, Carrie. 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 Carrie could do you. Yes, she could. Carrie. 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 For, for uh, yes. 83, yeah, yes. Yeah. For what? Twitter. Twitter. For Twitter, Twitter. okay. <laughs> Angela, for sure. And, and it's Angela it. E. Gibbs for all of them. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So Angela E. Gibbs. That's where people reach you if they want to talk to you about acting, right. coaching, pro producing, projects, yeah, all that. Okay, everything. Right. Margaret um, Avery for Facebook. Oh, Do yes. it. Find her. She, on Facebook she will friend you. <laughs> she wants you to friend her. Right. That's right. And she will follow back. Right. Yeah. Courtney. Please, everybody. I'm begging. I don't, I'm not too proud. <laughs> ain't proud either. Be I'm begging Listen. too. I need some more followers myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? yes. I'm not so great at the Instagrams and the Twitters. But and I, I try to get back with a note, but if they're private, I yeah. can't go in. Oh, yeah. And, All right. and comment, on. comment on it. That's fair enough. Well, I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet. At Don't Joel talk Monique. so fast. <laughs> and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. I'm there, Chris, and I'm going to talk real slow so Margaret don't yell at me. <laughs> you don't yell on already almost got a spanking. I tried to get on me earlier. I was afraid I was going to get the belt out. Uh, you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you two for coming Thank in. Thank you so I much. It's you been uh, yeah. very inspirational. So and uh, we know we're doing the right things up yeah. in here. So Woo. thank you. God, God bless you, you guys. Thank you. So Lots of success Thank to you. the show. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.